This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'm here with you today to give you a tip about teaching online. As you may have followed me by now, I have some videos on Facebook Live, and I also have some podcasts here about teaching online and some tips and strategies to help you smoothly work through it and have a very enjoyable experience. Well, today I want to talk about a survey that just came out that I recently read through, and it was by Wiley & Sons Educational Services. They surveyed many online students and they looked for the reasons why people signed up for online education and of course what their biggest challenge was. In the era of COVID-19 everyone knows that whether people chose online learning or not that's where we're at. So it's very helpful to know what the biggest challenge is. In a non-pandemic era the main reasons people sign up for online classes versus live classes is for career advancement, according to this survey. And the second highest reason is for personal growth. That's pretty insightful. And actually it was 76% of those surveyed said they wanted career advancement with 70% looking for personal growth as well. So both of those are pretty high reasons why they chose online courses. And isn't it something that our online students are feeling that they can actually have personal growth online? Many people used to doubt the value of online education, and it's really kind of been an anomaly for many years. Of course, I work at an all online institution, and I've seen the quality that can come forth and the great gains that students can have online. So I attest to the fact that I do think lots of career growth and personal development can happen online. So let's talk about the greatest challenge students face online. The number one challenge was time management. So 63% of students surveyed said that they had problems with either time management or finances or just concerns about that. Just closely following those were work commitments. 59% of the students cited that they had jobs that were conflicting and that was a challenge. Now, there's something we can do, of course, for one of those areas where we as instructors or faculty members, we can't necessarily fix the financial problems of our students or fix their work commitments. But one thing we can do is help them with time management. And we can do that in a really specific way. Based on the results of this study, they suggested that 36% of the students surveyed said that one of their biggest concerns about time management was knowing what to expect showing prospective students learning management systems, curriculum, sample course schedules, and more can help students feel more comfortable. Now, if 63% of them want overall time management help, and that's pretty level with 63% wanting financial help and 60% having work commitment conflicts, 41% having family commitments, and 36% being just totally not sure what to expect overall, really a lot of these areas can be proactively addressed in the way we as teachers and faculty address the students. So a couple of things I'm gonna suggest today in the idea of helping students with their time management are really those proactive strategies. They work everywhere from your first year college student all the way up to your adult learners and graduate students and so forth. So it really doesn't matter at what area a student is in their journey. 
all of them need a few specific things. For one, they need instructor policies. If you're gonna have a late policy where some credit is docked or where an assignment might not be submitted at all, students need to know that up front. So whatever your special policies are about due dates, formatting, and those kind of things, you wanna make them as clear as you possibly can. This way your students are going to feel like they know things up front, they can ask questions, and they're not going into this blindly. You also want to give them some coaching every week on what's expected. For example, in a weekly announcement, you can welcome them, share your enthusiasm for the subject matter, provide some encouragement, and then give a list of those things that they might need to do. For example, if a forum discussion takes place midweek and at the end of the week, you're going to want to tell them the due dates of those things and where they can find them in the classroom. We all know that this material is probably in the course syllabus, but many students overlook the syllabus completely and they're looking to you every week for those nudges and those reminders. And if they're taking more than one class, it's also easy for them to overlook what's different between different instructors and different courses. So anything you can do to proactively communicate clear expectations, that's gonna go a long ways towards lowering their anxiety, setting these clear expectations, and giving them the power to manage their time effectively. A second tip that I'd like to give is actually to, in your announcements or whatever messages you choose to give, give a suggested work plan. I had one institution where I used to work where I would break those things down like the readings, the quizzes, the forum discussions and so forth. And I would list, I suggest on Monday you do these things, on Tuesday you do those things. Now I only did that to show how it could be broken down. And of course I highlighted what the non-negotiable due dates actually were amid those suggestions. Many students actually thanked me for that, that kind of breakdown because they weren't sure how to plan their time and it really helped them to get an idea of what to expect, how big the workload really was, and how to manage it all. So they might not stick to it exactly, but it's really going to go a long ways towards training them on their time management online. There are so many distractions online, even when a student with good intentions and a good plan sits down to do their work. If we can give them some idea of what to expect in, in terms of how many hours per day or week, that's also incredibly helpful. So clear expectations, explaining what's due, providing some encouragement. The third tip I have is to give them some resources that might be examples. If you have a certain kind of assignment, and let's just say it needs to be formatted a certain way, like MLA or APA or something like that, if you want to take a sample assignment from the websites of those publishers, even link to something like Owl at Purdue, .edu or bibliography generating software online that you might recommend. If you can provide those kinds of resources or if your institution has an online library with the same resources, I would link to that. Um, but anytime you can give them examples of how to format things, what things should look like, how to find the citation generation tools, those are going to go a long way toward helping your students become independent in those areas but also it reinforces the expectations you have for those assignments. So those are the tips for today. Thanks for being here and best wishes teaching this coming week.